Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me, I've got the full crew with me. I've got Michael, Nick, Ariet, and Dylan. Say hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hi. Also known as Cole Williams Brady. All righty. Well, we've got a bit of a slow news week. We only had one news topic this week. So I decided to throw in a bit of a hot topic after we discussed the news item. So let's jump in and do that. Uh, Kevin Spiritus returns as Craig next week as we head into the final stretch of Abigail's murder mystery. And thankfully, there are spoilers for the week of the 26th that indicate that Craig is not the killer because everything that's about to air next week indicates that he is. And I was not amused. What are y'all thinking? I'm thinking as soon as like the show heavily focuses on a character for the storyline, they're not the killer. Like they've been focusing heavily on Gwen and Leo. They're obviously not the killers. Like Craig is not the killer. At this point, I don't I don't care. Weirdly, I think we're gonna end up pivoting back to Clyde despite the video alibi, because the only so- way what we've been saying we're right basically yeah because i mean i don't know how they're going to explain it because they took the time to alibi him out with video evidence but the fact that sunny smelled vanilla when he got stabbed tells me that because he Uh, clyde works at the pub so it's very possible that that could be why and there's also a thing called masks so it could have been anyone in a clyde mask oh damn it oh we're not doing this i'm just saying (laughs) I mean, you're okay, not can I, wrong. Can I say this? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want to say, I thought about this long and hard as I was driving down the highway the other day. And my main question isn't who killed Abigail anymore. I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm more concerned about who did the body. Because <laughs> they turned Abigail into a push pin. Was it a closed casket service? Because remember, you didn't show the funeral. Was a closed casket? Was it open? Who did her beautiful body? Well, it could have been open because she was stabbed in the stomach, so her face was fine. Okay. I know that costs more. (laughs) (laughs) Sir. But But she's also married to a Demera, so money really isn't a problem when it comes to the cost of the funeral. I'm thinking like the surveillance tape of uh, Clyde could be faked. Like, I'm so on the Clyde Yeah. Because why, why would why would Chloe, Craig, and Brady be trying to stop this wedding? And why if it would, was Clyde, it was all EJ's fault. And why would he show up in the hospital? Yeah. Like I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm still team Clyde, and I'm if that's true, then I'm happy. I I was right. <laughs> Listen, I've I've been I've wanted it to be Clyde from day one mm-hmm. so i will see <laughs> i know who i wanted it to be who charlotte we know. Oh, oh my god <laughs> listen i was i was on i was on either gwen or clyde i would have been fine either, either way or charlotte those were my two choices <laughs> yeah, well charlotte had an alibi she was at the movies so. oh did everybody else who uh, the only like thing that right the only thing i don't get though is with if it's Clyde his motive how does he know about Leo's hit list from Nancy I think oh that's a good wait I think she, I think she was explaining that to him yeah she was, ex- she was, yeah. She was. Was that I remember that before um, all the fans I can't remember I remember that shit was that before Abby was killed 
after. That was after, that was after Abby was killed. Because they were, Ab- they, were because in the, they were in the square, and she was explaining it to him. I can't believe right. I remember this. Me but too. Because <laughs> Abby's name was crossed out, and Chloe and he was and Leo was talking about Chloe being next because he made that he made that reference to to Nancy, and then Nancy told Chloe, and then the next time she saw Clyde, she reiterated all of that to Clyde. Refresh my memory. Oh. What kind of motive would um, Clyde have? That's the podcast title. What? <laughs> Refresh my memory. Because <laughs> that, that was shade. That was shady as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it to. Listen, the way I've stopped caring, I've forgotten so much of this story. What's Clyde's motive? Oh, Clyde's motive for setting up for stabbing Sunny and setting up Leo is clear to get back at him for jeopardizing his freedom with the whole fencing jewels thing. Why he would stab Abigail, I have no idea. They're going to have to explain that to me like I'm five years old because- Remember he said he was going after EJ family and I guess he went for the least integral part. Unless he was aiming for Chad and just took Abigail because she was there. I don't know. Well, no, I I feel like Abigail was a, she's not- integral to the Damara family. She's a hoarder by damn. But also this this murder was definitely like, not th- this him murder was, de- her was like a sign. But this murder Abigail was definitely was a not planned. Yeah, it, it Ab- I mean this murder was definitely not planned because the the weapon that was used was the weapon that Leo left behind in the room accidentally. So nobody went into that room that night planning to kill her. This just happened. We just don't know the circumstances at how we get there and which uh, we will find out this week and also in the promo um sunny said he so like it's obvious it's a guy killing abby yeah I i'm just know, relieved. this might be a horse head in the bed situation mm. i'm just relieved that it doesn't seem like it's craig anymore because there was a hot second last week when the spoilers for this week first came out that i swear they were making it craig and if they did i was going to unleash holy hell on this podcast so y'all have been saved from that i was going to drag him all I across like the timeline yeah <laughs> however oh, I i'm glad i too. didn't and i refrained from it <laughs> 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 even though i would gladly take any opportunity to do it i didn't feel like See, this it. is why i don't read the spoilers y'all not gonna get my precious up early you have a point michael because i don't know i don't pay attention to spoilers that much anymore i i look at them quickly and i'm like okay we'll see what happens i, re- I heard the rumor and i did not i chose not to react to it publicly i was like yeah they can't be this crazy. So I just put it in the group chat. No, but that I, wasn't the crazy What The other rumor was the crazy. The nasty yeah. one? The, the, yeah. the nasty one is absolutely <laughs> fucking insane and literally makes no sense. Uh, uh, because, I didn't even pay no mind to that one. That was, <laughs> neither did I, except to call people batshit crazy and that right. they were glue. That was I, it. I, I laughed at that one. That shit heard on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that one. I, I actually believed the Craig one and I I didn't want to believe it. Yeah, I didn't want like to believe the it. Either, but it is plausible. That one is plausible. That's why it was the so about, scary. The one with Nancy, I was like Nancy because Nancy <laughs> would be grateful to Abigail for st- for stopping stopping that wedding, wedding because yeah. she didn't want she didn't want Craig to marry Leo, so she'd be happy that that wedding got stopped. Yeah. Not now, only that, what didn't Abigail personally do the name? Right, I'm like, that's a reach, y'all. Exactly, y'all. like she could absolutely 100 want to get back at Leo. That would make sense. But even if she, was y'all did, trying to say she lost her man and she snapped? 
right that that seems to be people's justification and i'm because even people in my mentions were trying to be like it could be nancy and i'm like not if y'all actually pay attention to the character that she is y'all being real that's a little shady i'm just saying the big girl lose her man and she snapped hmm and y'all believe that but we'll we'll see how it all plans it pans out next week i'm kind of curious just because i want to also move past this same yeah. so i don't yeah. care no more let's get it over with. wrap this shit and up I, honestly I, okay last words honest i hope that when abigail's killer is put to justice we can finally see this family grieve in peace fuck chad but that man deserves a chance to exhale he does he yeah. does but he's gonna find out who killed who killed even though abigail and promptly go after them with a gun and y'all know I don't fuck with Thomas and Charlotte. Y'all knows it. But just <laughs> the children. Y'all know how I feel about the children. Let them damn babies go home. <laughs> well, oh, I don't listen. Oh. He doesn't. He doesn't ever have to move, but go back into that house. Would give would them you, a home of their own? Okay, they yes, that up. they can do. They they have multiple sets available now. Eli Amani's apartment is free. Ben and Sierra's apartment is free. Move Chad and the kids into one of them. Yeah, because especially with Stefan back, he is not new. He, yeah, he, thinking, he can't go home with his babies to that house with Stefan. Oh, there. I didn't think about that. No, he doesn't ever need to be in the house where his wife was murdered ever again. And especially now that his wife's rapist is living they there. They got a whole other wing they can go to. I get I just want them babies to go home. They need some normality. They, yeah, they need some stability. Yeah. They need something. Because uh, Jennifer's going to be out high out her mind. Especially since Grandma Jennifer is now popping pills. It's definitely not the most stable of environments for them. But that will be the last word on that topic. And I just want to ask everybody's quick opinion since this was our first full week on Peacock. What are we thinking of the transition? I love it because I ain't got to wait for TV no more. I ain't got to <laughs> worry about no interruptions. I can watch it in the morning. I can watch it at night. I can watch it on the plane. I can watch it on the train. <laughs> I... Why does it that sound like Not <laughs> y'all being funny today when I gotta leave. <laughs> We're funny every single day, sir. Oh, I, I, I but, was so relieved. It was amazing. But no, hold on. It's biting me in the ass because I be watching it in the morning when I drink my coffee <laughs> and then late at night. I'd be looking like, well, damn, what the hell we gonna do tonight? <laughs> and then you can consult the list of actual shows you're in the middle of that I sent to the group chat. Oh, like, Lord. That used to be my afternoon. You can still watch it in the afternoon. Hey, hey, hey. You can decide whenever you want to watch it. I'm not watching it twice. I have to supper one time a day. I'm not no, what I'm saying, twice. you can pick you can when you want it to be. watch it at the regular time you do it. But then everybody else has seen it before me, and yeah. I don't like that. The FOMO is real and you're not a big fan of FOMO? Not at all. Full disclosure, I normally like would watch on Peacock. I very rarely like watch it live. I would either watch it on Peacock or like have the episode on my DVR. But the only thing that I kind of miss is like the live threads that people used to do yeah. when it was airing because that was fun people are still doing them they're just doing them at all different times yeah it's yeah. not the same 
It's a weird. It's a bit weird. Are you to talking about? Are you talking about like when whenever people would like live tweet between noon and one p.m. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that honestly, but I also personally to give another perspective, I like that there's tweets about days throughout the day. If that Same. Makes sense. My but entire timeline is days now, and I love it. I just pres- I, I think like. Uh, but that's the other thing. Like, I end up having to mute a lot of things because I don't yeah, so want to be. So I don't get spoiled before it airs. That makes sense to me, to be honest. I I, I try to not look too much in my timeline, but I, I sometimes I can I can help myself. <laughs> I okay, okay Brooke Logan. <laughs> <laughs> but I I actually love. Um, that you can pick and choose whenever you want to watch and you can pause it. Yeah, because I watch it during lunch now. It's so fun. Like, I, I could never pause anything during my live stream. Oh, like, yeah, because as soon as you press play, the live stream goes right ever to wherever you are at the live time. Yeah. 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 And if I miss it. Wow, I have that sucks. To, so I love that you can just like press play and pause whenever you like. You can watch it whenever you like. And it's also good that it's coming out way earlier than before on Peacock because if I would have missed an episode during the day or evening for me I would have to wait until 2 a.m during the night for me so I love this honestly truly I watch it during the day and then I go about my business yeah I I love it too um I start my mornings in Salem now like I have to work at 9 a.m every day so I get up at like lucky <laughs> so I get myself. Well, no, up. we work at the same time. The time difference. Yeah. So I get myself up every day around eight, and my mom and I sit and we watch days together, and then I get myself ready for work and I start my day, and I just, I, I just feel happier now. I don't know. It's just like we have a nice, cool little routine, and it's nice. Also, another thing I want to mention: Have you all noticed that the promos are hitting differently now that we're on Peacock? Like they're longer now. Yeah. Like this yeah, week's, aren't, aren't they? No, they're they're literally twice the, twice as long because the NBC promos were well, fifteen I'm not seconds. Peacock is thirty. Quality, the quality I, is still the same. I did notice that. Not the, given. I noticed that the episodes are still the same length. Yeah, well, they're going to be into at least until the end of the year. Yeah, that is true. I keep forgetting we have six months left before we. Well, actually. Will- actually less because Deidre said in her TV source interview that they are only up like completed up through Christmas so I think they've been reshooting stuff for the end of the year oh okay so I think like around no I think I think around November or so we might start seeing changes but for September and October it's probably going to be the same I expect to see six you might by Uh, the end of the year I would adjust those expectations because Peacock is not the sex streamer. Well, I'm not saying full-blown nudity. I'm just saying I want more heat. <laughs> okay, but with you, I have to always, you know, double check. <laughs> Damn you, Tony. Because <laughs> he, 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 wa- he, he wanted them showing Hall on Bel Air. So right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, uh, I'm managing my expectations. Good, <laughs> as you should. Imagine me saying that with my middle finger up, Tony. <laughs> anyway, imagined it with two. 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is normal shit, guys. This is normal shit. I think we are cutting up, but this is normal. This is this is this is us just being on our normal bullshit. And on oh. that note, I will transition us into our headlines. First up. And on Gabby- that note, I have to step out, guys. Um <laughs> goodbye. Later. One last do, thing. Do oh, you want to give your read now before you dip? I don't really have a read. Nobody pissed me off this week, but I do have a final thought. Sorry to the child hardcore Charlie fans, but Chanel is dropping hints here, there, and everywhere that she is not ready for a serious commitment like Ali. Yeah, you're not and wrong. That is, and that is okay because she is still young. Stop putting these young characters in their this has to be our thing forever. Ship this early. They're young. They don't do that anymore. The Gen Zers. We don't get married. We ain't thinking about that shit till we hit our thirties. And I have another ten years for that. So write that because this what y'all are doing is asinine and it's childish. This is teenage shit. And that is my final thought. All righty. Well, you go enjoy the rest of your day and we will. I, I mean, I'll take rebuttal, so I'm still drinking a bottle of water. We don't disagree. We don't disagree. <laughs> we don't dis- we don't disagree. Except I we- y'all was going to throw stones at me. Y'all are my people. We, <laughs> we, don't disagree. we don't disagree with you. I, it's just the likelihood of of it being right written that way, given who is the writer and who the writers of this genre are in general, very unlikely. That part. That's so that's sad, man. It, I mean, the genre is being written by old white men. It looks fo- foolish on all accounts. It makes Ali look foolish for leaving someone who wanted to be in a committed relationship or Chanel. It makes Chanel look foolish for leading Allie to believe that she wanted a serious relationship like that. It looks makes Johnny look foolish for chasing after Chanel for wanting a relationship like that. I wish they would just open up and have Chanel say, I'm not ready for something serious right now. I'm a young entrepreneur. But I don't think Chanel is a, a, aware that she's not ready. I can see where Michael was coming from with this. I feel like they're not taking Chanel and Allie seriously enough to do the work. And they're stuck in a revolving door of interlopers. Yes. And it's not fair. One last final thought. Allie, you little bitch. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't wrong. She wasn't. I, I didn't like how she tried to shake down Ava. And then when Ava jumped back, it's, I thought we agreed to watch what we say to each Allie other. Allie should always have smoke for Ava. Always, but don't. But yes, always. But, but you gotta respect that she gonna jump back at your ass too. I mean, because you can. Had, but... it, had I been Ava, I would have felt the way. Because why is you shaking me down about my coochie? Worry about yours. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want to jump stupid on the Horton Town Square, we can. But why are you worrying about my pussy? Worry about yours. Worry oh, about the one you eating at home. Uh, I'm like, sorry. Al- 
Allie wasn't wrong because like after the way Ava reacts when relationships go badly, she does not want to see her twin brother. Now, granted, she's not in the best place with her twin brother right now, but that's the still her twin brother. The delivery was ass. I mean, Ava was hard towards her. I have my concerns. I have my concerns about you and my brother. Ava would have easily brushed it off and been like, well, cool. We're not even doing anything. Bam, it's over. But the way Allie she came didn't, about it was Allie didn't come at it in a <gasps> bitchy so way at first. It, it down in the Horton Town Square about her to, pussy. It, to Tell me, to me, you have had a problem with Allie since Allie picked Chanel. Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Because to she's me, really bitchy to me lately. Yes, because she picked Chanel. You've had a problem with Allie ever since she didn't pick who you wanted her to pick. Because her behavior has not changed. Her behavior has not changed. And she wasn't even that she has to been Ava. This. this is who she's been since she's hit town. Mm-hmm. Has she? Yes, because, yes. She was, because she was like that with Sammy when she was pregnant. And then when she she was like that with Sammy for the longest time. And then when and then when Johnny hit town and things with Chanel kind of started, yeah, started she up. was a little bit she to Johnny. Okay, so she's like, her mother's I, daughter. I, I, I actually, <laughs> this is not something I have seen you do a lot, maybe more so the timeline. But whenever Johnny would be messy, uh, fans would like, yeah, he's messy. This is fun. I want to see it. But the, whenever Allie would be. Oh, so she's such a brat. She's a bitch. Most of those people doing that are EJMI fans who hate Lucas. So therefore, her spawn doesn't get the same Maybe reaction. she was a little bitch back then. She was. She was. <laughs> and there's, was, there, there's receipts there's, to prove it. There's different reactions. The to... memories are coming back. Yeah, it's a double standard. She, they just don't. Yeah. And they don't, they don't mess with Ellie like that. So they they're not gonna give her a pass. She's not gonna get any grace. And Allie wasn't even that. I love her still, but she's a little bitch. Maybe I just love the little bitch. Allie wasn't even that bitchy until Ava came back at her defensively. Like Allie started. Well, I mean, I mean, she was asking a question, and Ava chose to go on the defensive, and then Allie clapped. Do you blame her for being defensive though? I mean, she was all she was doing was asking a question. She wasn't coming at her in a negative way. She was minding someone else's pussy. You killed my granddaddy, and now I want to know if you fucking my brother. Well, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, well, you put that out in perspective. Now y'all got to <laughs> kill my granddaddy. I'm gonna have to lay back. Okay, tried to set my my former stepdaddy up on charges. <laughs> like, Wait. <laughs> See what happens when you don't bring that shit up. I damn near almost forgot she killed her damn great granddaddy. Never mind. Exactly. That is what because even though even I would have came last... up with a backhand, bitch. You fucking my <laughs> Because okay. listen, you, and you that's like this... the that's the problem with Ava. It's not, and I'm an Ava fan, but like I get it because the the problem is when relationships go bad. She goes bad with it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> And we had this conversation the last time Allie and Ava got into it, and you tried to take Ava's side and fuck Allie over, and it was like, nah, she was just like bringing that shit up because I keep forget y'all playing her like she just performed heroin, and I keep forgetting that the shit that she has done, we can't walk back. No, 
Like, you know, I was tortured by Auntie Kayla. Like, we, I, I, Uncle Steve. And she literally, yeah, she's like, your track record with relationships. Can you blame me? Look what you did to my Aunt Kayla. Look what you just did to Rafe. Like, pardon me for not wanting my brother to be the next in line. She literally said this. I love Ava, but you were still Allie a little bitch, Allie. But Allie, had, Allie had had multiple points. Like, <laughs> ma'am, you crazy? I don't want you to have my brother chained up in the Demare Crypt somewhere. Right? <laughs> we already been through that enough this year. <laughs> you little bitch, Allie, but you all, I'm on your side. You had everybody. <laughs> well, and on that note, I'm gonna have to go eat crow at this brunch. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, wait, no. Bye, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> bye, wait, no, bye. <laughs> oh, God. Nick said, show oh. over. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. That's all, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. No, okay. Bye, y'all. We're going to use this back first. Bye, y'all. <laughs> they going to say this the series finale, man. Oh I'm out. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Okay. Now let's transition back into our headlines. Um, first up, we've got Gabby is shocked to see Stefan amongst the living. Unfortunately, re- the reunion is not a happy one as Stefan's conditioning was successful and he currently hates her. Gabby is confused but determined to figure out what happened to him. Stefan makes his interest in Chloe known before potentially teaming up with EJ to take Gabby down. What are we thinking? Um, I'm intrigued by Stefan. It's specifically the way Brandon's acting. Yeah. He seems like he's very on the edge of being batshit crazy and normal. <laughs> and I don't know which way they're going to go, but it, I'm enjoying his portrayal of it. He he does yeah. brooding, brooding potential cycle well. Yeah, because he, he did that. He did that on GH's Johnny and he's doing it here. He was definitely giving me Stephen. Johnny tease. Johnny was a little bit more psychotic, I think. <laughs> yeah. Stefan has the potential to be, but they may not be going there right now. Wait, I'm what are you thinking, Arias? I was shocked. Shocked, I say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten what an amazing actor Brandon is. Because Jake... Uh, Jake was Jake was a flop all the way around. He knew it. The, the writers writing knew it. The was audience so knew bad. it. Everybody like, knew it. The, he transitioned so well back into the role. It shocked me. I was like, damn. But yeah, Brandon plays these type of characters really, really well. And I don't like the story, but I like the performances from Brandon. Yeah, Brand- Brandon is the best part of this story um, for me. And I'm very intrigued to see where it's going, especially with the Chloe aspect, because Chloe basically shut him down. And then when she told Brady and Brady kind of figured out what Kristen was up to in like 0.5 seconds flat. That was funny. Do you think um, going forward, do you think Chloe and um, Brady might be like making up a plan for Chloe to go? Okay. That's exactly where I think this is going. Because one, they don't have Brady be the smart for no reason. Like... (laughs) Damn, it is true. I love Brady, but he's he has never held custody of the Salem brain for very long, Mm-mm. and so the fact that he has this quickly has to be for a story reason. And we already saw in the big promo that we are going to get moments with St- Stefan and Chloe. Now, I had assumed that Chloe was going to walk away from Brady so that he could have custody of Rachel, but now I'm wondering 
if they're going to try to get Chloe to get closer to Stefan to get proof that Kristen did in fact orchestrate this entire thing and thereby take Rachel away from Kristen that way. So I'm actually really curious to see where this goes. And it is, I just also want to say too, it is amazing what bringing back Stefan has done for me in terms of the likability of Gabby. Like she started talking about Stefan, Stefan woke up, they started interacting together again. And I started remembering what I liked about Gabby. I still and, think there's a long way to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, won't, I won't say that. Yeah, I'm just like not overly invested in a lot of this, to be honest. Like what intrigues me is, okay, and let me be, let me be clear. Like I get that, you know, Stefan and Gabby are the center of the story and they're going to eventually reunite. And I did like ship them and enjoy them together before he died but like the whole jake of it all took a lot of the shine mm-hmm. off of that for me for me yeah and yeah, I get so it. like what interests me about this whole thing is the family dynamics like yeah. i'm yeah. more interested in seeing what happens with ej and stefan and seeing what happens when chad gets into the mix and seeing where Kristen and tony fall in with their brothers at war yeah that's de- what i'm interested yeah, in the demera dynasty being reborn is going to be very interesting because also gabby is going to lose her power seat now because stefan's alive therefore his shares revert back to him and she's going to be out of a job so it's going to be vi- oh, that's what's interesting to me like i'm not really like the whole Gabby and Stefan of it all is just kind of whatever because we know where that's yeah we know that. yeah but okay. we have no idea how Stefan and EJ are going to play off of each other especially Ooh, since I Stephen... cannot wait <laughs> I'm excited I actually that. like that he because EJ was so nice to him and Stefan was like um, we don't know each other like what the fuck strangers, are you doing you, basically. you were I was dead confused when I was too alive. because I was like they met I don't think they met. No, they never met because. And Stefan brought up, yeah, I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, because he said like he was in a coma when or uh, when Stefan was alive, I think. Yeah, because like the one scene they had was when he like after the natural explosion and he was mummy. Oh, yeah, Egypt was still a mummy then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you know I I do remember the scene where Stefan came in and was like so you're like so you're my brother and all this stuff. I'm I'm excited to see where that goes, um, yeah. especially since Brandon and Dan are really excited for us to see where that goes because like it's just it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Going over a bit to the Gabby Lee portion of it all, I said this on my timeline, and I hate that the show is throwing Lee under the bus and not developing him. But this is some ironic karma for for Gabby, to be honest, because she. Going back to the time jump, she put Eli in this situation um, of being manipulated, of being lied to, kept away from his soulmate, and now she's in the exact same position. Um, so, Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But she's getting a taste of her own medicine. I Further down the road, when the truth comes out, I kind of want Lee to bring that up somehow. Do we think that the wedding with Gabby and Lee happens so that Gabby can keep her job? I wouldn't be opposed to it. And that would that could also explain why Lee's still around so far into the future. Because right now, that's not adding up. Like, if he gets exposed or if, if Stefan's already here, she's already seen him. If 
Brady's already put together that uh, Kristen is behind Stefan wanting Chloe. What's going to take? Why would Gabby even go through with the marriage? Why would they start planning a wedding? What is going to make her move forward? It's with Stefan hating her, as far as she knows, she's out of at Demera because I'm pretty sure that's the first thing EJ is going to do. Yeah. Her, her best bet to stay in that family right now is to marry Lee. And, and if she, and, she's seeing it as a marriage of convenience for whatever reason, and, and if she looks at it that way, I'm okay with that. Because it's very clear in the bit that we saw of the wedding that um, that she's not happy. No. So her heart is clearly elsewhere. And Lee has basically been an afterthought. And she's already questioning Lee on the why. Because she, she's like, wait, if who she saw, Ava, if who Ava saw was Stefan, why the hell did you say she saw you? So she's already she's already got the wheels turning. But then I think whatever Stefan and EJ pull is going to force her to expedite this wedding. Because I wasn't expecting this wedding to happen before the end of the year. I, like when we saw the actual wedding was happening, I was like, huh. I'm surprised that Gabby she's a bit dumbed down for the story i think she's putting pieces together like she's not dumb and are we sure mm-hmm. that she belie- believes what lee is telling her i mean she's obviously suspecting something but she's not like oh yeah you're behind this and that and blah 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 right but but she has she has no reason to fully go there yet yeah she doesn't I, true she lee hasn't she, given her a reason to not trust him yet he hasn't gotten but, really he hasn't really gotten caught in anything. And, and the things that he has gotten caught in, she's questioning him on. So I'm not really seeing where you're saying that she's dumb. I'm not saying it, she's dumb. I'm saying she's dumbed down a bit. Yeah, but or, how? That's that's where I'm confused because if she were dumbed down, she wouldn't have even asked him about the Ava line. But her wheels are turning and she's asking him these questions. And if she were being dumbed down for the sake of the story, she wouldn't have even been, she wouldn't have even done that. I guess you have a point there. That's true. So that that's kind of like where I was a little bit confused because honestly, I was expecting her not to question it. And I was expecting to get the dumb down and we didn't. Um, I am curious to see where all of this goes, um, but I guess we can move into our next headline now, which is Orpheus's revenge plot continues as Kayla, Marlena and Kate get sicker, leaving their men helpless and desperate to save them. Rafe does some decent police work for the first time in a decade and is able to track down Orpheus and arrest him. I'm surprised that Rafe and Jada caught or- Orpheus that fast. I was like, Whoa, I know, me too. That's wait a minute. I was, like, I was like, damn, he's doing some decent police work. I'm shocked. I blame Jada. <laughs> I don't, I'm not putting that at Rafe's feet. Jada, Jada figured it out. <laughs> yeah, we know Rafe ain't that, ain't that smart, so. No, unfortunately, he's not. But what what are we thinking of Marlena, Kayla, and Kate taking ill and everybody kind of reacting to it? Beautiful gowns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to enjoy it for what it is, but like it's very low stakes. Yeah, we know they're going to be fine in a few months. I think the stakes are going to amp up a little bit once we actually see them near death. Okay, but they're not going to die, so. I mean, true, but I think the performances at that point will probably be able to sucker you in a little bit more than they can currently, because everybody's kind of like acting normal-ish, except for like looking a little weak at times, so it hasn't like fully hit yet. I 
I have to say, like, I saw <laughs> I saw people tweet about this um on my timeline, and um uh, they were saying like that watching Orpheus for an episode just talking wasn't really that intriguing. Like in the replies, they called him Borpheus and Snorpheus, and I can <laughs> I kind of agree because it was kind of tedious to just watch him talk and talk and talk. Like, I want more action, but I guess that's They're not... 80. And, if you, and, and when we got more action a couple weeks ago with all the Bob stuff, it, they, we were not, not exactly thrilled we were not exactly thrilled with the execution of that, so it's kind of like we gotta pick a lane here. Yeah, but it was not that fun to just watch him talk for like 40 minutes. I, I am I am excited for the next part of the story of like everybody reacting yeah. to them being sick. I, I understand, like, I guess because we knew where it was going, like it kind of took us out, like the lead up to it took us out. I will say I, I'm excited to have like Belle and, Belle and Brady find out. I'm excited for Stephanie to find out. Um, Rex is coming home, so that'll be nice for Kate. Uh, hopefully we get some good Kate and Allie scenes since she doesn't seem to be, she wasn't in that big scene in the promo at Marlena's bedside. So hopefully she's Kate. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more intrigued to see like the family get involved in solving this. And yeah, like, that's, that's more interesting right now than um, just here. than the lead up to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Orpheus He's a fun villain, but just him seeing a video of him uh i don't know but i was it this week when all of them fainted yes once again i was so amused <laughs> i was amused that deidre said i'm not getting on that floor yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like yep, as she should, oh, as she should. <laughs> exactly she's like catch me josh said, i see what they did i'm telling you what i'm not gonna do <laughs> exactly <laughs> Because she's like, if I get down on the floor, I'm not going to be able to get back up. <laughs> oh, y'all down there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, but Mary Beth and Lauren went all for it. Deidre was like, yeah, no, Josh can catch me. I'm good. <laughs> and John and Steve got there super quick. Like by that next commercial break, like they were there. Something was cut. I think it was towards the end of that episode where, uh, where Steve's yeah. blood was drawn. Yeah, I, something was definitely cut. My explanation for that is they were verifying what Orpheus said because they don't want to believe that the women are dying. So I, I doubt they're going to take Orpheus's word that the men are fine. So they're doing blood work to confirm that they're not also infected I by whatever if, this is. Yeah, I wonder if that's how they will eventually notice that um, Roman's blood is the cure. Or at least will be the stabilizing agent for the cure. Because yeah. the cure the cure will be extracted from the flower. But then depending on how sick they are when they get the cure, they're going to need Roman's blood to stabilize the cure and, and be able to actually do its job. Because otherwise, the cure will also just attack their immune system and make them sicker. But it, And I like, as spoilers indicate, that Rex is going to be directly involved in figuring out what's wrong with everyone and connecting it to Rolf. Which I think is really smart. And it's finally on brand for Rex since he's, he's a super genius. He knows Rolf. This is his family. Exactly. So. And plus he has all of Rolf's research because like he has he has all that stuff. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's something in there about this. I might start enjoying him again, depending. 
how they write him in the story but it, this is where it finally makes sense for him yeah because you've got his mother his aunt and the woman who gave birth to him all dying yeah wait what do you Mar- 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 Marlena gave birth like- to him Oh yeah, I forgot about and that. Cassie. the alien twins. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be intriguing to see. I I'm I am curious to see more of Rex as a son because we rarely get that. They always mm-hmm. bring him back for something weird. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. But the yeah. last the, <laughs> yeah. except for this last return to to clear Sarah, the last couple times we've seen him prior to that, there were always parental scenes involved, be it with either one or both. Yeah. And that was when he was the most successful to me. Do you I'm mean like this, this current Rex or the prior? Yeah. When, whenever we would see Kyle Lauder's Rex in scenes with either Kate, Roman, or both, that was when he felt the most like Rex to me. Yeah. Yeah. So him seeing him worry about his mom and trying to comfort his dad should be interesting. And trying to figure out what's wrong with everyone should be interesting. And yeah, because like literally the only doctors in the entire hospital are now patients in the hospital. So who the hell's going to be running the hospital while the chief of staff is sick? Michael. <laughs> I mean, that's actually not out of the realm of possibility since we know Mike is coming home. Yeah. And we don't know exactly when he's coming home. So he could show up in two weeks for all we know. Yeah, we have no yeah, idea. That's true. So I, I, I'm very curious to see. But now we can kind of move into our last big headline, which is the custody fight for Rachel oh. turns ugly as Kristen <laughs> accuses Brady of murder and Brady loses it on the stand. Y'all, this was a mess. Can I just this say something before I mute myself? A terrible, a terrible mess. Go ahead, Every- I do not like this story. And everyone involved, I do not care for. Like, Kristen is pathetic. Brady's a loser. And Belle can get the fuck out of my face. That's... Belle is doing her job. Yes, but uh, I mean, I I do not like anyone in the story. I I mean, I think that's your own personal anti-Belle bias coming through right now. Yeah, that's fine. But anyway, she's doing her job. I'm not... I'm holding that against her. I just... Why is Kristen being allowed to question Brady or Chloe she's, because she's, she's representing herself and just, she's acting as her own lawyer which I don't know what we just brought a new lawyer into town Sloan was you. her lawyer well, and I was looking forward to Bell versus Sloan that would have been fun so I don't understand Ron's incessant need to make people defend themselves he did this shit with sammy now he's doing it again with Kristen, and it's fucking stupid i was about to say in the spirit of samantha jean it's fucking well watch her win because sammy won back in the yeah but at least that was that was a more evenly yoked fight because they were able to like nicole was throwing blows at sammy sammy was throwing blows at nicole this was evenly matched that was evenly matched this was not this was it's, okay. it's laughable but that a judge is sitting here taking Kristen seriously. I'm wondering if she's paid the judge. We need, we need to find out that she followed in her daddy's footsteps and bribed the fuck out of this judge because otherwise, why the hell are we sitting through this? Because, yeah, okay, everything that Kristen did recently may be out of maybe off the record in terms of being able to be discussed, whether that's actually true and valid or not as a totally different thing. The only thing she actually went to jail for was Victor, right? Yeah. She yeah, she went to jail for Victor. Um, 
So she wasn't convicted and charged of anything else. I'm just just Haley's thing, but I, I don't know if she she didn't go to she wasn't, wasn't found guilty of that, that, and then she ran away no. to be a nun. So yeah, she, um, actually Melinda actually I thought Melinda couldn't charge her with the thing with um Haley because she was acquitted, wasn't she? Yeah, she was acquitted, but um. That I'm was why to... Melinda wanted her so bad, but she went to jail for stabbing Victor. And yes. that's that's the only thing that she was pardoned for. So everything else she did <laughs> it's is still public knowledge. Yeah. All things just stupid. That's where I am. I'm like completely was... over it. And the characters involved are not helping the case for me personally. They... It was hard to watch because I'm yeah. like, this is dumb. I'm glad Brady got to bring up like he did say like you have done this and that and like he mentioned her raping um eric which was valid by and the I'm way glad that they was, called it what it was because they they, ne- they played they around with that for too long they completely ignored the elephant in the room her raping brady but that they weren't going to bring that up because that's how rachel was conceived so that's that that's I mean, it's gonna a good open point up. to bring up it is and it isn't because if you're bringing that up and that's how your child is going to be that's how your child was conceived they can then turn it around and say well do you even want your child so that i think is why they didn't bring that up because that's how rachel was conceived and they're fighting over rachel right now so him bringing that up could end up legitimately biting him in the butt later i don't think so because it shows a pattern of depraved behavior on on I think part. it would hurt Kristen more than it would hurt um, Brady in the long run. Like, I think it would be different if if Rachel were in the room to listen to this. But Rachel's not there. She's not going to overhear this. I think that would have some weight with the judge. I mean, like in a reasonable world, it would. But in a reasonable world, we wouldn't be here. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, I just hopefully it's revealed that the judge is being paid off by Kristen because otherwise this is all just laughably stupid, especially when your head writer used to be a lawyer. Like you went to law school, you know how the law works. I do not understand why you keep making a mockery of the law when you know the law, you have no excuses. Yeah. I want the, I want the story over. Yeah. I just Um, need this to end. I will say I'm excited for what's, I'm excited for what's coming next week with John testifying and like un like losing it on the stand and and tearing Kristen a new one. I'm excited for that. Mainly because we have not seen John and this version of Stacy's Kristen interacting well at all. Actually, I should say not interacting well, interacting at all. Like because whenever he would interact with Kristen, she was good Kristen, quote unquote. So it's gonna be interesting to see them kind of play off of each other because we haven't really seen that so i am looking forward to that but hopefully this will be wrapped up quickly and not frustrate us even more but i doubt that will happen won't hold my breath on that (laughs) right but uh i guess we can move on to in other news at this point um xander and sarah have the most ridiculous fight the morning after the wedding Allie and Chanel fight over Johnny and Ava. Ava turns Johnny down yet again, and Johnny asks Allie if he can stay there. Nicole asks Eric to work at Basic Black, and Eric finally takes responsibility for his part in Eric Cole's breakup. Rafe's jealousy makes him deaf and dumb as his insecurities over Eric continue to grow. So Dylan, where do you want to start? Okay, because I feel like I'm going to be 
like on an island with this. So um, I'm going to start with the Xander and Sarah fight. And I have like, this is a case for me of more than one thing at a time being true because I feel like her reaction was disproportionate to what she found out that he did. Yes. She reacted at a 10 and she needed to be at like a three. That being said, and this is where I know I'm going to lose people. I don't actually have a problem with Sarah holding Xander to the standard of being the man that he claims he's become. Yeah. And I don't, and I definitely don't have a problem with her refusing to allow him to make her accountable for him being a decent person. That part was good. Where she lost me was the, I'm done, I'm leaving you. Yeah, and that's yeah. the first thing I yeah. said. Her reaction, that her was... reaction was disproportionate. Yeah. But it's like, it's unhealthy and it's unfair to try to make her the sole reason why he doesn't wild out and do some off-the-wall, out-of-pocket, heinous shit. That, that's not her job. That's that's not what she's there for. If he needs motivation to be a good person, he needs to find that within himself and not put that on her. So like, I don't mind that they had this conflict. I do feel like we could have gotten five minutes of peace. That's the other thing. Like <laughs> that's my, the timing that's- of it, the timing of it was absolutely terrible. Like who does this the day, like their first day as a married couple. I said it, it feels to me, like Ron is putting Xander and Sarah in the same whipping post that he had Chabby. God help me. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I feel like people were like, oh, why is she mad? She knows he's not this. She, the, no, she has every right to be mad. She should be mad. She had every right to read him. She did. She, she was, that was fine. It was just the reaction. Yeah, it was the severity of her reaction. Had she stayed, I could have rocked with it. But it was like, you forgave him for shooting the most beloved member in, you know, in Salem currently. You forgave him for all the mess that happened with your child. But yet this is the thing that's going to make you leave him. Ma'am. Like what (laughs) I would have preferred her reaction to be was she goes back after she speaks to Eric and Nicole she goes back to the room she's like you know what it is what it is it happened I'm not happy you did it but let's enjoy our honeymoon and then when and then when they get home she puts them on the couch (laughs) like I would have (laughs) preferred like be petty about it be entertaining like drag it out in a in a fun entertaining way like give us a few minutes of oh finally they're together finally they're married finally they're happy and then when she gets home she puts him on the couch and he's like, why? I thought you were fine. She's like, I am fine, but you're a piece of shit. And you need to think about that for a few days. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the whole, like this being the thing that makes yeah, her I'm, leave. I'm leaving yeah. you, ma'am. That's a lot. I'm hundred percent with Dylan. Like I have no issue with her holding him accountable because he told her, he convinced her that he had changed and became a better person because of her. So because you don't have her now, you're suddenly a shitty person again. That's ridiculous. Like grow, grow a pair, grow a spine own what you did and don't make her the excuse for you being choosing to be decent if either you're decent or you're not i'm glad i'm glad she's holding him accountable for his like wrongdoings and stuff like that some characters can all relate but yeah for me it's the reaction reaction of it all it was a bit too much 
Yeah, the reaction overshadowed her point. Yeah, considering considering all he's done and that yeah. she's been aware of, like her reaction was way too much. It would have made more that but, reaction. But to be but fair, she, to be fair, all the stuff that she forgave him for, that was stuff he had done before. He had he gave before he was this quote unquote. But also, he's man. Their, ba- their ba- um, her baby with um, Kristen and Brady's, and she managed to forgive him for that again before he became this before he was the person before he you know told her that he's changed and he's different now and he you know every like y'all are trying to she's talking about something that he did recently y'all keep going to the past y'all bringing up old shit she's not bringing up old shit I almost that reaction of her leaving would have made more sense to me if she had found out about Snyder because the other thing like she still doesn't she doesn't know. <laughs> she still doesn't That's know. That's honestly what I thought, where we thought we were going, especially with Gwen having just shown up at the wedding. I assumed we were pivoting into the Snyder mess and then her insecurities would pop up seeing how far he went to protect Gwen and how genuine his feelings for Gwen must have actually been. And that make her freak out and that make her leave. Had that been what happened, her leaving would have made complete sense. I... It's not that I don't get why Sarah reacted the way she did. I think the reason of it all. But honestly, I I also don't care that much about them. But I think it made sense for her to hold him accountable. Like, that's not something I'm going to argue with because I completely agree. It was just a reaction to it. Yeah. It was also just so random, too. That's what took me out of it. Like, who wakes up? To me, it came across that it wasn't really for Xander and Sarah. It was a plot point to get to the Eric Hall yes. conversation, which it totally was. I can see that. And it kind of frustrates me because even as a non-fan, like, if you're, if you're going to have a pairing and they've gone through so much to get to a point and they're then married or together and you don't do the work, like, why why do you pair them up in the first place? I just this is this is not good angst. This is random as fuck rush, and they gave them a terrible wedding. It it also felt weird when they were literally just breaking into prison and dumpster diving to try to prove she wasn't capable of murder. So it's like it, it, it just it all felt weird. It all felt weird. While she had valid points, it all just felt weird. They haven't had a moment to breathe or yeah. just we haven't really had a moment to experience them as a couple. Like they're, they've been constantly torn apart, put back together, torn apart, put back together, torn apart, put back together. Now they're married. And we think we're finally setting sail on what this ship is supposed to be. And And they put a hole in the boat. Yeah. Like now we're back to square one because she's leaving him. Uh, If I was a fan of Sander and Sarah, I would be so exhausted of the back and forth, the back and forth. Oh, they are. Because the Zara fans I have in my timeline were not amused. And I can see why, because this was not it. But Nick, what is your in other news pick? Um hmm. uh, let's see. Uh I'll say Nicole asks Eric to work at Basic Black, and Eric finally takes responsibility for his part in Eric's breakup. Um I 
to be honest, I really, I'm going to throw Jada in here. I enjoyed those scenes where Eric was talking about photography with Jada. Yeah. Um, those were really, really intriguing because he doesn't really talk much about them. He doesn't get much point of view at all. So anytime yeah. we get moments of Eric point of view, it's like, oh, give me more of this, please. Yeah. So I was really enjoying that. Um, I've, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Eric and Nicole looking at um, Sarah when she randomly walked in and said, I'm sorry. He was like, I'm, I was happy to hear him kind of own his part in the failure of their marriage. Yes, uh, me too. And I take, and I say that as someone who's not really invested in their story, I did enjoy those scenes. Um, Nicole, she annoyed me less this week. Um, yeah, because she's less psychotic this week. <laughs> Last week was a mess, but she annoyed me less. Um, and it made sense. Eric worked as a photographer. They that's how she started her career with him. So him offering him that job made complete sense to me. Um, I enjoyed that little part. To add something a little to what you were saying, like the conversation Nicole had with um, Chloe on the phone, like I said, I, I don't think the story is doing Nicole any favors, but I feel like this is more in line of who she used to be and who, with better writing that I enjoyed. I did, I did like the conversation Eric and Nicole had. I'm just not a fan of where we're going and how they've set it up. I will say, I also like how Jada is very well aware of the situation. Like, they're not, they're not playing Jada dumb here. No. Which I like. She's, she's going into it with, with her eyes wide open. Which I think will help in the long run. Yeah, she's not in denial, like Rafe. He deserves everything that's coming to him. But, but I have to say, I really do enjoy how they're writing Jada in this, because they could have written her in a way that would make her not likable to the audience because of this and they're not doing that yeah which i enjoy but all right what is your in other news pick ali and chanel fight over johnny and ava <sighs> yeah that i mean they make up next week but still it, that fight was weird yeah this felt so weird my my thing is like if you wanted johnny to be an issue you could have just written a proper triangle. Thank you. you. Yeah, that part. Why did you not invest in these characters from the get-go the moment you created this fucking triangle? I'm pissed. Because now someone said this, and I completely agree. I'm not going to quote like verbatim. But they said like they're tired of Chanel and Allie being stuck in a revolving door of male interlopers. And it's just, it's frustrating me as a Chanel and Ali fan. I'm just like, if you don't want them paired up, if you're not going to do the work, break them up and eventually down the line, pair them up when you've done it. Like, this is, this is not fair. This is exhausting it, to watch. Because what John, what Michael said earlier is kind of true. They're, they're, they are setting it up that Chanel does not really seemed to want a commitment because she was open to a potential threesome with Alex and now all of this stuff with Johnny and it's just like oh no we're not gonna do that okay oh well am I stepping somewhere I shouldn't be stepping people 
polyamor polyamory and open relationships are a thing that does not mean that people are not committed to their partners when they have those type of relationships but are they in an open relationship that's the thing is it because unless I'm wrong and, and please correct me if I am unless you specify it's an open relationship isn't it is the correct term closed or I'm not sure what the correct term is there, but like, unless they specify they're in an open relationship and can see other people. No, I'm just saying that Chanel being open to having a threesome does not necessarily equate to her not being committed to her relationship. Gotcha. I just don't understand why they had Chanel be in a relationship when she's clearly not like she hasn't figured out her feelings yet. Or, or maybe it's just the fact that she did figure out her feelings, but maybe maybe she isn't ready for the type of commitment that Allie is ready for. Because Allie's kind of done this in both of her relationships, both with Trip and with Chanel. But- She's kind of been in a, like her, her idea of a good time seems to be like just at home, cuddling on the couch and just them together. And Chanel seems to be want to be, Leo wants to go out and have and fun. And they should and play things. into and- that. They are, they're not playing into that. They're just using Chanel Alley as props for either Alex. I do enjoy their vibe now with Alex. I'm not going to lie. But they're definitely used as props. And they're not taking, taking them seriously. They can play it up that Chanel is maybe not ready for a relationship. And that Alley takes it more seriously. If they played it up in a story for them, then fine. That is good, but they're not even focusing on them. To be honest, it doesn't even have to be one of them or one of them isn't ready for the relationship. It could just be maybe they both have different visions for what their relationship's going to be. Maybe Allie's a homebody and maybe Chanel, we know Chanel is a party girl. Maybe that's where Chanel Chanel would prefer. We're Because that's actually how she met Allie. They always party together. And Allie's moved past that point in her life. Maybe that's where Chanel still wants to be. Not even excluding the threesome part. Maybe she just wants to be what they were when they first met. Like just going out, having fun. And they definitely could make that an actual story. Like Chanel saying, hey, let's uh, get dressed. Let's go out to this new club I found. Allie saying, "Uh, no, I I can't do it tonight. Let's do it another time. And they are... Or they do it, and then one of them, ha- and then Ali has to leave early, like, and it becomes an actual thing where they're going back and forth trying to figure out a balance, and they're not sure what either of them really want. Oh, you mean like organic relationship? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what a concept. You know. <laughs> I'm that's just saying, like that. Wild. That's the, <laughs> like, it's not hard to give a pairing organic angst. It's and, not, and it's just Ron and that's my particularly right with them because they are into you don't really have to create things out of thin air with them because mm-hmm. it it's, it's there. right there. It's, it's already there. right there. Just lean into the existing dynamics. How about the fact that Allie has a whole child and Chanel doesn't even look like she's taking care of a house plant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like that would actually be a really good story beat like have henry not like chanel 
and like have have Chanel not know what to do with Henry because she's never really been around kids because we also kind of saw it a little bit with the twins like she didn't really know what she was doing with the twins either are you talking about like, and Jules? yeah when she was living with Eli and Lonnie there was like a hot like there was a minute where it felt like she didn't know what the hell she was doing living in a house with kids because I remember when uh, this was way back when um, Chanel, before even sweet, uh, sweep it, and Lonnie offered her to be a nanny, and she was like, "Ah, no." Yeah. yeah, Precious, Precious was still in the role then, right? It yeah. was before the recast. Yeah. yeah. So like, they there's so much, so much they could do with Chanel and Allie. Like everything you guys said, they're they're not doing the work. And it's, it's worse than not doing the work. They're teasing it. They're giving mm-hmm. us little hints of it without jumping fully into it. And if you're not going to go full throttle into that story, just don't bother showing us the little bits. I am a Charlie fan, but I do think at some level, it does make sense that Chanel still has feelings for Johnny. I kind of agreed with him on some points there. And Listen, when he said, like, you love the person for who they are. So if you can love them regardless of gender, then I should be able to be with somebody regardless of their age. And I was like, well, point was made. But hasn't Chanel also been with someone like twice her age? Because I'm thinking about Sander. Isn't but he- that wasn't romantic. That was true. that was strictly that's for true. his money. So that's not even <laughs> a fair comparison. Have. I miss <laughs> that. Which not, uh. She was she was marrying his debit card, not him. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the way I enjoyed them though. But anyway, there's so much they could mine with Chanel and Ali as individuals to give to generate story for them in this pairing. Exactly. But Ron often does not do that, and it's. Such and a that's shame. a big that's a big issue with what he writes and when he writes it. It's just I'm hoping, and this is me being an optimist again, um, that once we get to the point where we're getting to the episodes that are strictly made for Peacock and we get past the made for TV episodes, and he has a little bit more time to be able to tell those stories, that he might be able to touch on those beats with a little bit more time. I hope so. I hope I would uh, I'm not- I would like that, and I would hope that's the case, but Ron, I've seen Ron on three different shows. <laughs> I will say though, um, I'm glad Allie called Johnny out because he was like, family helps family, or blah blah blah. And she was like, the way you try to get Paulina into your scheme and to break us up. Because what I love too is like, yeah, she's protective of Johnny when she's talking to Ava, but she's still not like cool with Johnny. Like that, and that's such a family thing. Like, if I feel like you're gonna be in trouble, I'm going to protect you. But that doesn't mean we're cool. Like, that's such a family thing. I love that. But anyway, I hope Charlie gets better writing. Chanel and Allie as individuals get better writing. And even Johnny. Just yeah, write, jo- write them Johnny well. needs I mean, a purpose. Because mm-hmm. right now he's just floating through stories. All right. So my in other news pick is Rafe's jealousy makes him deaf and dumb as his insecurities over Eric continue to grow. Now, when he and Nicole were talking, she specifically said to him, I did not get a chance to ask Eric about the job because Jada was there. So why (laughs) in the scene with Jada, did he bring up the job and act clueless and confused 
when Jada had no idea what the fuck she was talking he was talking about. Of course she doesn't. The conversation didn't happen, which your wife fucking told you if you actually bothered to listen. Oh God. I was so annoyed. I'm like, what are are you are you an idiot? Are are you hard of hearing? I'm confused. That was very messy of race. <laughs> yes. But the thing is like and I please understand I don't feel bad for him but every every bit of heartbreak that's coming his way he absolutely deserves and I will greatly enjoy watching watching it happen oh yeah I'm gonna do the Mexican hat dance when it happens I'm excited (laughs) but he's not wrong he he has every right and reason to be insecure Oh, yeah. No, totally. It's very interesting that he's now in the position that he put Ava in. Yeah. Yep. No, he his insecurities are 100% completely and totally valid. It's just this particular thing is not the thing to get insecure over because she already told you that the conversation didn't happen. So now you're trying to now you're now you're worrying that your wife is a liar all because you didn't bother to listen. It's it's just very interesting that how. How the tables have turned. Those Hernandez chickens are coming home to roost, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For both sides. <laughs> Ooh, and yeah, Nicole cause... is once again being asked point blank to the period. Do you have feelings for this man? And one Mogan, second verse, same as the first. <gasps> oh, no, no, not I. <laughs> Yeah, Nicole, Nicole is the Rafe and Rafe is the Ava here. It's just, it's, I, I am as ridiculous as some of it is at their big age. I, that, that boomerang of karma coming around is mm-hmm. knocking him upside the head. I, I am enjoying that. I cannot lie. Yeah. Because it's it's very clear that he has reasons to be insecure. The one thing I will say too, the other thing I want to bring up, when he had that dream and the way his fists were clenched as he was sleeping makes me really nervous for what's going to happen when the truth comes out. Like how exa- how angry is Rafe going to get? I feel like, you know what I would actually like for them to explore? Like how he's not how he's the other guy like happened all, multiple times all of the women that he's you know had a great love with on his end their great loves have been someone else mm-hmm. sammy was ej or lucas depending he's, he's but the other guy hope it was all like it was always going to be Bo. he was never going to be Bo. like yeah briefly with carrie it was always austin unfortunately um Sammy with EJ, now Nicole with Eric. And the other love he had died. Jordan? No, not not Jordan. Um, the one the one that he had off screen that they created for angst for him and Sammy. The, oh. the one they introduced like in the beginning of Sammy. Yeah, what was her name? Yeah. Like Rebecca or something like that? Yeah, I think and- so. Let me check. Uh, it was... I don't even put it here, damn. Uh- <laughs> and didn't they have... Um, did did they bring on the one who played Sheridan to play her? No, she I don't was think a they crazy ever doctor, did. wasn't she? Oh no, my children, right? Yeah. Uh, let me see. What was her name? Her name was Emily. Emily. Emily okay. Yeah. But she yeah she's they were engaged. She's dead. <laughs> he might want to make an appointment with Marlena and 
<laughs> examine <laughs> that. Work some things out. Why are you always setting yourself up for failure, sir? He's got the Captain save a syndrome. He does. They don't want to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I... you'd catch it. <laughs> All right. Michael on... is going to cackle when you say that. <laughs> That's a reference that I don't understand, and I'm completely okay with that. I'm going to move us into our praise or shade segment. Nick, are you praising or shading? I'm going to praise this week, and it's because of how the show airs now. It frees me up so much. I love Peacock. (laughs) I just, I prefer this. I want the rest of them to go to streaming services permanently. Just put it there. It's so nice. It's so easy. I can pause it and come back later. It's just, it's great. Don't have to put all this shit on my DVR no more. It's, it's, it's. It's it's my thing. I like it now. Dylan, what about you? What are you praising or shading? I am shading and I am shading everything about this dumbass custody battle. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, tomatoes, rocks, cinder blocks. <laughs> Get this off of my screen. And Quickly. also that purple eyeshadow that they had both Allie and Gabby in. <laughs> That can go too. I love the purple outfit. The purple eyeshadow, not so much. I think it worked better for like the purple eyeshadow worked better for the outfit. Um, Gabby had going on. Yeah, it looked better on Gabby, but it was still. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I was like, oh, y'all got interns in there in hair and makeup today. (laughs) Or they, because. I don't know what the hair and makeup policy is now. I think they're still doing it themselves with occasional touch-ups before they go to set. So we may have the actresses to blame for that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think it depends on the, but I think Camilla and um, Lindsay do know how to put makeup on. I've seen like their videos and stuff like that, but some actors may not be as good at it. So they do the basic and then the touch-up, like the makeup artists do the touch-up. That's even <laughs> been worse. <laughs> they do know how to put makeup on. I mean, they were just having an off day that morning. That was a look. It happens. All right. All right. What are you doing? Praising or shading? I'm praising Brandon Joseph Burrush. Step on down. <laughs> oh, the full government <laughs> day. We like that. <laughs> he was amazing this week. From the crypt scenes to the ones in the Demera Enterprises when he turned around in that chair. I love yeah, that. Those were really yeah. good. He he is so good. And I, I'm shocked that I forgot how good he was. And I'm not saying the, the writing is not outstanding or anything for this entire storyline or anything like that, but Damn, Brandon. Wow. Brandon's making it work. Yes. He's able he's, he's able to overcome the bad writing, which is something he was unable to do mm. uh, while he was Jake. Well done. I'm I'm <laughs> loving the performances. He excellent wow. choice. Just, just wow. I loved it. All right. I'm going to praise as well. And um, I'm actually not going to praise anything that happened on the actual show this week because y'all covered it pretty well. I'm going to praise um 
the weekend that I had because I went to see the day player show. They came to perform in my town uh, Friday night and the show was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun. If they do a second tour and they come to your area, y'all, you have to get tickets. It is the most fun you will ever have. Eric Carson, Brandon Barash, Wally Kurth, they are all just so talented. They blended so well together. It was so much fun. I highly recommend 10 out of 10. You absolutely must do. So I am praising the Day Player Show because it was amazing. And with that, that has been another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. We will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.